Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Screaming in Silence podcast, The Unwanted. For most of us, severe pain is thankfully a fleeting experience, but for some, like myself, it's a permanent companion. For the past 25 years, everything I have done or experienced has been accompanied by chronic pain. Yet, to the surprise of most, I consider myself one of the luckiest people alive and I'm thankful for this journey. Through this podcast series, I'll share with you my story and the insights I have gained that have allowed me this perspective. It's around this time of the year we start to notice a change in the air. For some of us, it signals the start of the summer season, beaches, barbecues and sunscreen. For others, the dreary trudge into winter. Or maybe winter is your thing, and when I was into snowboarding, I enjoyed it too, but now I'd rather soak in the sun than slide down the hill in the snow. But the change in seasons isn't what I'm talking about here. No, the change I'm referring to you'll see on TV, hear about on the radio, and see in the shopping malls. Michael Bublé will bring out another album, and Snoopy will fight it out with Mariah for most plays on the radio. Yes, Christmas is nearly upon us, and the question on most people's minds is, why does it feel like shops start putting up decorations earlier and earlier every year? The other burning question, of course, is about want, as in, what do they want, and what do I want? We all have wants. It's a part of being human. We want better for ourselves, good health, more money, more free time. We want a new car or job. We want our family and friends to be well and happy. Maybe it's a collective want, an end to war, the eradication of poverty, disease and starvation. Wants are important. They push us to better ourselves, drive us to new discoveries. Like anything good in life, they can be corrupted by greed and jealousy. But for the most part, wanting to improve ourselves or the world is a great thing. However, sometimes we want the unobtainable. This is understandable. We like to dream the impossible sometimes. And it's okay to toy with the idea, like a kitten with a ball of wool. But to focus on wanting the impossible is to do harm to ourselves. The inability to realise our goals can lead to frustration, a feeling of failure and hopelessness. I know of many people within the pain community who have impossible wants. And I see the outcomes, resentment and anger, failure, exhaustion and despair. And this makes them cling on to their impossible wants even more, assuring themselves that the only way to resolve this dilemma is to have this impossible dream met. They are not dumb. They know this dream cannot come true. And as a result of that, they feel hopelessness and discouraged. I know what they want. Not only is it easy to see what it is they want, but also that I've felt the same desire. And from time to time, I still do. They want peace. They want their pain under control. Or better still, gone. They want to go back to when they were not in constant discomfort. They want people to understand what it's like to live in continual pain. All these and more are perfectly understandable wants, but for the most part, they're impossible. With the realisation that some dreams are not obtainable, I believe we need to reframe our wants so we can avoid the inevitable turmoil that comes from chasing them. I've practised this myself, and for me it has worked incredibly well. Instead of looking at what I want, I've turned it on its head to focus on what I don't want. Here's what I don't want. I don't want the use of my arm back. I do not want my pain gone. I certainly don't want to go back to a time before my accident, and I don't want people who have never experienced it to understand, and I don't want personal peace. This flies in the face of what most pain patients will say. I wouldn't be surprised at all if some were to question my sanity at hearing this. 
Is this me telling myself this as well as telling you? Yes, of course. But hear me out on this. Let's say we lived in a world where my arm could be made to function again, and where my pain could be easily resolved. Or even better, the chance now to go back 26 years ago and take steps to make sure the accident didn't happen. Straight off the bat, we can exclude the last one as an option. I would never undo the day of that accident. Too much that I have in my life now has only come about as a result of that day. So, even if it was presented to me at this very moment and was the only option for repairing my injury, I would flat out decline it. But the other two? Well, yes. Yes, I would take those options. However, here's the thing. Right now, we don't live in that world. There is no getting the use of my arm back like it was 26 years ago. And even with pain management strategies, there is currently no way to switch off my pain completely. Yes, there is the DRES procedure that I've mentioned before, and many have had success with it. But as I've pointed out, it is not without serious risk, nor is it always 100% successful. So, back in the real world, where none of those are options for me, what to do? Want for the impossible? That's crazy talk. We all know where that will leave me. What I need to want is to want what I already have and also what is obtainable. To want anything else is an exercise in frustration. If I don't want to have my arm functioning again or to have my pain gone, what changes? I can tell you right now, nothing to do with my injury would change. Nothing lost, nothing gained. Here's what I do lose though. I lose the frustration of hopelessly wishing my arm worked and that my pain is gone. I lose the feeling of failure at not having achieved those results. I'm not angered by the lack of progress or change. I'm not exhausted by putting in endless hope and effort and I don't despair over my situation. If instead I choose to want my arm to be paralysed and for me to be in continual pain, then I'm already there. I don't need to chase those wants. I don't need to be angry or feel like I've failed or experienced despair. I am satisfied and content. And this helps to further reduce my level of discomfort because I'm not fighting anything, especially something I can't win against. I said that still to this day, from time to time, I have these impossible wants. Well, I am only human. There are occasions when my pain catches me off guard at the most inopportune time, or when I really could do with an extra arm. I've been offered rides on some very incredible bikes, limited edition specials, and I've turned them down. Would I like to ride these bikes? Definitely. And the owners have been okay with me riding them with one arm. But I haven't. Not without modification. I don't want to be that guy who dropped that bike. So, like that kitten with the ball of wool, I toy with the idea of my pain being gone or having both arms again on rare occasions. But I quickly let go of that, without any emotion, because I know it's important to only want what I can have. My pain management through controlling my thoughts, reactions and actions sometimes has to work like this. It doesn't grant me a pain-free existence, that much is very obvious. It doesn't stop me from having bad times with my pain, struggling with the intrusion that extreme pain brings. Nor does it exclude me from sometimes feeling frustrated by my arm. What it has given me though is the tools to be able to successfully navigate through these difficulties. When times are tough, I don't focus on how bad it is. I don't dwell on the hardship. It may grab me for the moment and shake me about, but I have the ability to let go of the pain or frustration, and instead of focusing on that, focusing on a way forward, on a way to take better care of myself. There's a lot of talk of dreaming the impossible as an inspirational message, and I'm not having a go at that. 
To me, though, that is more about dreaming big beyond your beliefs rather than obtaining the actual impossible. Marcus Aurelius said, Do not think that what is hard for you to master is humanly impossible. But if a thing is humanly possible, consider it to be within your reach. There are many instances in all our lives when what we face seems unachievable, out of our reach, and it does take the belief in ourselves and our dreams to cross that line. And while there may be a time when an injury like mine can be something that is easily reversed, we're not there yet, especially for an injury so old. It's important to realise the distinction between dreaming the impossible and dreaming big. Why do I feel this is so important to pain management? From not only my own experience, but of reading of others too, it is easy to see that emotional and mental well-being does affect pain. When we are hurt or suffering, this can cause the brain to go into fight or flight mode, which, as I've mentioned before, increases the brain's awareness of any threat, including pain. The result for many people of this reaction is to feel more frustrated, angry, greater despair, causing the fight or flight mode to kick in even harder, making our awareness of discomfort even more acute, leading to more frustration. Somehow, we need to break this loop. Calming the brain down is one of the few ways we can achieve this. We need to control what we can control, our reactions, thoughts and actions, to break this cycle. That's why most people will never see the pain I'm in, even those closest to me. It's not that I'm hiding it from them, it's that I'm not allowing it to have the power over me that it could. I'm remaining indifferent to it so I can keep my emotions and mental state in a place that best suits my needs. This does bring me to another point, that of having those around me that do understand what I'm going through and who are there for me when I need. With no disrespect to anyone in my life, I do have that person. It's me. I can't expect someone who hasn't walked in my shoes for 48 years to understand how this affects me and what I need to get through my journey. There was a time when I did desire for others to understand, and believe me, it was frustrating when people didn't understand and couldn't be there for me. It wasn't them to blame though, it was me. I was putting impossible expectations onto others, and it was me paying the price for this. The only way I could end this frustration was to change what I expected. With that established, I decided I didn't want others to understand exactly what I was going through. I decided I didn't want the support of someone when I needed it. We all have busy lives, we all have demands, and we all have burdens to bear. I'm not shutting people out of my life, I have very close and healthy relationships with family and friends. I've just taught myself that the frustration I felt was brought about by my own unobtainable want. It's not just impossible wants that affect chronic pain sufferers though, it can affect everyone and change for the worse how we see life. From wanting to control the impossible, like the weather on your holiday or the traffic on the road, to wanting to only deal with honest, genuine people in life. Asking for these and others similar is only setting yourself up for failure and frustration. The poor weather didn't ruin your holiday. The traffic on the morning commute didn't ruin your day. The person who lied to you didn't ruin your faith in humanity. I would argue that your expectations, your unobtainable wants did. Sure, the weather can affect your holiday, but it's up to us how we perceive the effect that had. Of course, we would all like sunny, wind-free weather on our trips away, but that is out of our control. Our desire to control it, to control the impossible, is what frustrates us. Just as your desire for less congestion on the roads at the busiest time of the day did, or when you dealt with someone you shouldn't trust but ended up doing so and paying the price for. 
I realize I'm putting all the responsibility on the individual. And that may feel uncomfortable. It's always nice when we can find a scapegoat for our anger or disappointment. But as I have found, when facing something we cannot control, we get greater power from the situation when we reframe what it is that we want. Remember, it's not with great power comes great responsibility. Instead, it is with great responsibility comes great power. The power to avoid all the negative emotions and feelings we find ourselves facing when we cannot obtain these impossible wants. This is a significant factor in how I can remain so positive about the situation I've found myself in. Don't always focus on what it is you want. Remember to also focus on what you don't want, the unobtainable. Once again, thank you very much for joining me today. Perspective is a huge aspect of my pain management, and I know that a lot of people struggle with this, so I hope this episode can offer some help and insight. Until next time, take care, have a great week, and I look forward to seeing you again soon.